Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Sums up a podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we're back with another you know bad, bad move, bad monthly movie. It's, mm-hmm. it's B- pretty bad. BMM. Bad it's movie like cycle. Bad, bad, bad monthly bad movie. movie. <laughs> um, because of Jen, we had to watch Ernest Goes to Camp. Because and of Jen, we are here at the movie group, as I should say. Evan, Sarah, Corey. human like button. Yeah, human like button, Corey, and Jen. Jen, we've missed you. We've been Hi. reviewing the leftovers, and we've missed you. I've been sitting the on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> You're always there, but not really there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there in body. <laughs> People, yeah. If you hear them, if you watch, if you listen to the leftover episode, hear the the laughter, the insane laughter in the background. That was pretty yeah. funny, uh, and well timed at times. Yeah, yeah, it was. It kind of went right into our conversation. But uh, I was watching. Mike Madness? What's that? Magic, Ma- Mike Madness. Magic, Madness. <laughs> Magic Mike Double XL. <laughs> Magic Mike. Double XL. Yeah. We're so, not doing that movie. Like we're that. Not, we are not doing that movie. Me and Sarah will do that one. I could, <laughs> talk about, I could talk about that movie for days. I could talk about something. But we are doing Jen's pick this week, Jesus, which is Ernest pornography. Goes to Camp. <laughs> Ernest Goes to Camp. And I don't remember, like, as I was watching it, I was like, okay, now it's starting to be familiar again. I remember the last time I watched these movies. So long ago. Yeah. So long ago. So why did you pick this one? What drew you to this movie? Honestly, it was like revenge for the room. Fanta- and Fantastic Four. No, yeah. the Fantastic Four was just a boring, dumb movie, but like the room really took time off my life. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, I watched this movie as a child and thought it was hilarious, and I still have a 12-year-old boy's sense of humor, so I thought it would yeah. still be funny. It's not. <laughs> it does not there, hold up. There are a few parts in the beginning that I really was like, this movie could be fantastic. It did not. So I just thought I thought about which movie to put you guys through for weeks, and this was the such a big decision. Isn't it, it was because I was really like just to really get Corey back. I was thinking about going into the Twilight like those Twilight movies, but oh, y'all already forced me to sit through those in the past. So I just thought, well, this one probably is really dumb because I loved it as a child. So it was, yeah. So I was like, it's probably super stupid. It was also perfect because it was also, it is. I don't. I don't know if it was necessarily quintessential, but like it was a perfect example of this sort of genre of movie, which doesn't really exist anymore. The the, the camp, uh, yeah. the summer camp movie genre for all boys. You know, well, you know, that's, a, that's another thing. It's a bit pervy. Yeah, I, I do have to ask uh, in the. 
before we even get the game. Did any of you get a creepy pedo vibe off of the camp counselor, the senior yep. head camp counselor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So that hot. guy really seemed like he was way too into the kids. He was in yeah. it for Giving the boys. Giving them a warm welcome. Yeah, not in, yeah. not into them as much as he wants to be. Oh, oh. inappropriate. <laughs> a somber, a somber vibe. Vibe. Yeah. Like, Oh, uh, man. But, that said, um, so our drink was yeah. an interesting <laughs> concoction. Well, I should say, I, to start this off, and then we'll kind of go into the drink, just a few things about Ernest. Um, yeah. Ernest P. Worrell was actually invented um, or created by a advertising company. His, really? 100%. Yes. His character was made... To uh, promote products such as Coca Cola, which kind of factors into our drink. No um, way. Yeah, Chex, Taco, uh, Taco Johns. I've never heard of that. <laughs> but yeah, he was he was he was a hundred percent truly invented by an ad agency, like fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> but his character was. Yeah, that yeah. explains why he's immortal. <laughs> well, Jim Varney's not immortal. He. Uh, he sadly passed away. Oh, Jim oh, he died? Yeah, super dead. Yeah, oh, I never knew yeah. That. he died of lung cancer, actually. Oh, he's he... actually a good looking guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'd have never known. I realized that <laughs> last night. He probably night. had serious <laughs> jaw problems. <laughs> but yeah, he died of lung cancer in um, 2000, um, February 10th, 2000. 17 years. Yeah, so. And he, he died at the age of 50. Apparently, he was an avid smoker his whole life. And, yeah, uh, I believe it. He very much was. Uh, I guess he was very vocal. Even as a smoker, even, uh, as a smoker, not to smoke, he just was a lifetime smoker kind of thing. Um, so it leads us kind of into our drink today. So we try to relate every drink that we do for this podcast to the movie somehow. And watching this movie, I mean, we could have put eggs in a drink. We could have like, there's not much to go on. Play-Doh. So, so yeah, thinking yeah. of. One one of the companies that he did ads for was Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, back in the day, uh, invented or came up with a drink to rival Mountain Dew, and it was called Mellow Yellow. Um, just as disgusting as Mountain Dew is. Yeah, it's just complete bullshit. Yeah. So, we looked up online um, a drink that is called Mellow Yellow, an, a- an alcoholic drink to tie it back to the old Mellow Yellow. Um, which consists of uh, vodka, uh, sour green apple liqueur, Sprite, sour mix, and lime cordial. So that is what we are drinking. And it's more green. Well, we shouldn't say this, but it is. it does look more green on yeah. our end. But it's actually kind of pretty. Yeah, yeah it looks like a potion. Yes. Cheers! Pretty uh, delicious. All right. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, there's gonna be so many of those tonight. Oh. Oh, tonight. And we should say we're day drinking today too. Yes. Yeah, it me and Evan just came from brunch. <laughs> it's so beautiful out. We should be outdoors enjoying it, but we're inside. The wind would ruin our mics. Yes. It would. Yeah, we, we could have recorded it on like. And the sun is dangerous. <laughs> That's it. Um. So, Jesus Christ, are we we just going to do straight up recap here? Yeah, we'll do... Let's just start this train wreck. Yeah, we have classic intoxicated fashion. We will break it down scene by scene. I will say... Yeah, I will say this movie was the hardest I had, like, the hardest for me to take, because I take notes, like, what's going on in scenes (laughs) and how scenes happen. Because this is, like, a fucking... uh, 
like a guy, a person with ADD would love this movie because <laughs> there's so much going on. There's so many scenes that last two seconds, and I'm trying to write like, okay, this scene. Oh wait, I'm on another scene. Okay, cool. Gotta write this down. I gotta pause this. I gotta like, I gotta write this. I'm like, let's start another scene. Five seconds long. Another yeah. like, it just comes at you like it's Non-stop. so incoherent. Like it's it was an hour and thirty some minutes, and it felt like two hours. Like it was. <laughs> And it wasn't really and interesting. All, and, uh, like, and Sarah can confirm this. Like, I called all of the sight gags like as they were oh. happening. I was like, he's going to fall right here. That's going to explode. Yeah. You know, like, it, it was, like the, uh, the setups were, were, were so obvious that you know, I could see him coming like a mile away. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't funny for me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is not enjoyable. Yeah, I guess that, yeah, that is kind of the... I guess it, as a kid, I loved this, and now it makes sense well, to me kind of thing, yeah. I mean, like, as a child, you're stupid and new to the world, right? So, like, you don't know anything. <laughs> I remember, like, the scene that I remember as a child thinking it was the most hilarious scene was when the boys, like, mummied him up. Oh, uh, yes, And yes, then tied yes, him to the yes, bus and yes. unraveled him. I yes. remember, like, screaming wildly with delight. Because it's so funny. <laughs> And I was like, oh, and I, and it's then like, that he scene, would be dragged behind that. He bus would be dead, and, and his neck would be broken. Yeah, yeah. Like, like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I just remember, like last night, I was like, oh, yeah. that's not funny. And I remember squealing <laughs> about that part. Uh, so to get into the movie, we open with a we get many lifetimes ago written across the screen. <laughs> oh yeah. Super <laughs> awful, yeah. offensive. Super offensive. Yeah. Well, I, to be honest, I have I have not done any research into how historically accurate <laughs> <laughs> the key brave ceremony is. I feel like you can probably put money on it. it's not that accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I will say because like the next we get is the uh, Native Americans. Um, having some kind of ritual many lifetimes ago. And I wrote down natives, and then in, in uh, quotations I wrote, uh, Evan's going to hate this. <laughs> I, I wrote it instantly. <laughs> like the racism towards Native Americans is really going to bug Evan. <laughs> really strong. It's really yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't even want to even like impersonate because I don't want to. It's really like the whole setup, like they had weird like their decorative stuff was yeah. inappropriate. The headdresses. Yeah. The, 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 what oh, looked like a human sacrifice guy. Well, it was. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't a human sacrifice, sacrifice. But it was yeah. like a ritual. Yeah. Was in a, like, it was just... I forget that I wrote down yeah. later, but it was the... It's basically, I guess, what they're trying to get across is to prove if you're a man. like A warrior. Yeah, so they basically, what it is, first they throw a knife at you a hatchet and then they shoot an arrow and it's all supposed to represent like if you're a man and show no fear these these things won't hurt you no if you have a pure heart because you can show yeah. fear but you have to have a pure oh, heart oh okay okay well, there, was, there was three conditions there was the pure heart there was the no fear and there was the no bullshit or whatever <laughs> because like it was like and it was like, and it's like, oh, the stone will cut you. And it's like, not to mention the fact that the stone was a fucking axe or whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throw a rock at him. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, fuck you. Like, I could hit you with an arrow, like at that distance. So that's kind of it. Like, just this guy passes these three, uh, three tests. 
cuts to present day, and we meet Ernest, and we find out very early on he wants to be a camp counselor. And Where? through him breaking the fourth wall, <laughs> right away. like, sporadically throughout this movie, like, but, like, it's not consistent. Yeah. Sometimes it looks like he's just talking to himself. Yeah, but in that they first, take a lot of liberty. In that it. first segment, he was clearly talking to the viewer. Yeah, yeah, and like this is safety first. This is weird. Yeah, like this, this, this doesn't happen throughout the movie. So mm. This happens here. Yeah. And that, and, this is very and House of Cards. Yeah, if it, I can compare Ernest, oh. Ernest, oh, to oh, House of Kevin Cards. Spacey. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they're the same. Yeah, well, exactly. they're well, pretty much essentially the same. The same. Jim Barney. I will say this is very stupid, and the rope gag is stupid that he's up oh, on the thing and the I rope's up. But his comedic timing with it, like when he yells, like he's overconfident, then it, I don't know. There's yeah. something about, like, Jim Verney is not that bad in a. Like, the movie's not good, it's not well, well written, but there's something kind of endearing about him to me. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. He, he is an expert um, sight gag man. Like, yeah. he, like he's an expert at like this physical comedy. Yeah. It's just, like, I, I, I find it... And the facial and, expressions. You know, the things he yeah. can do with his face. I mean, yeah, I don't really love the, the, the lines yeah. or anything, but it's true what you're saying. Like, the way he can sell physical humor sometimes, I'm like, you yeah. know what? Like, he, he kind of... I, I appreciate him as an actor when it the comes to something. The moment when he's just, like, pulling on that yeah, yeah, and he's like the in, end. And, and the desperation. The look like, on his oh, face. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it, I, I thought that was pretty... I thought that was pretty good. But that's that may just be... Um, <laughs> so, it, we, it's his... Like, we get the rope gag, and then we get that he... his The, three-wheel, the three-wheeled uh, cart he drives around, which comes into play. Oh, yes. It never the, stops. Yeah. Okay. I've died at that. She loves that kind, You know what? That's, I like that gag, too. I that's gotta my say humor to a T. Just, like, like, keep bringing it just back. Completely just completely random. like, background, it just goes <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah. I really died at that. I, I actually didn't mind that gag, too much. Yeah. Um, oh, and so the credits are rolling, and this is where we get the name... Uh, Iron Eyes Cody is one of the actors. It's the old uh, Native the old, American. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were like going to a different scene. I wrote it down. Like, what does that even mean? I didn't know that was. His yeah, name. Iron Eyes Cody is. I looked it up in when the final uh, the credits. Yeah, credits. Um, that uh, Iron Eyes Cody was um, the chief. The chief. Yeah, Think and well, that's the thing. Names are weird in here because. People were being called different names. Like the Sherman character later, at one point, is called a totally different name. <laughs> I, I swear like, to God, I, didn't I wrote write that it down. down. I did write it down, but he, I think he I was mean, we'll trying to, to like trick him. Okay, well maybe. Oh, that makes I don't sense. Okay, we'll get. Yeah, yeah who's, who's I didn't even Sherman. Try. Sherman was the bad guy that the, owned with the, the gun. And, yeah, the gun, and he was like he wanted the petroleum from oh, the, or not the petroleum. I don't even know what this the nephrocyte or whatever, which yeah. was like like. I, I believe he said was um, most like was really like uh, was a precious metal for like the aerospace industry uh-huh. and defense yeah. uh, industry or defense yeah. um, whatever departments across the world or okay. whatever. Um, Which and is I, dumb. And I will say this aerospace. is we we do find out that I think his his daughter's last name is Saint Cloud, but his last name the the Native American older Native American man. Is his name is Windcloud, and I was like, "That's weird that she's Saint Cloud." She, and I was like, I, "Whatever." But 
even worse, in the credits, which I wrote, like, we heard the older man called Wing Cloud. His, his credited name was Old Indian Chief. Like, we, <laughs> you, you had another name for him that was better. Just put that in the credits. He no. was a, sta- <laughs> like a staple character and yeah. Old Indian Chief. Old Indian Chief. At one point, there is another character that uh, is talking about him. And he goes, no point talking to the old Indian guy. Like, Yeah, it's so oh. offensive. Yeah, yeah, like I actually wrote it down <coughs> and I was just like, wow. Couldn't even... Yeah, I'm, wow. saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying Native Americans, but pretty much in this movie it was basically like the Indian guy. Or the yeah. Indian, they never say anything other than that. To be fair, Americans still use that word to this day. Yeah. Like, it is in everyday terminology. It is Indians. Which makes no sense because this is not India. Uh, we get... Uh, Literal, literal potty humor with yep. uh, Earl. <laughs> I, I, oh. How do you feel about that? Oh God, it hurts my soul. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's some aggressive plunging. I like, so I'm very aggressive. I know he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the toilet was trying I to plunge s- the toilet. Yeah, they don't go that deep. No. And does that ever does that ever happen? Where the water goes back up? Well, no. that's the thing. I was wondering. Is really, this was not a toilet. This was a bidet. <laughs> and it just... Somebody <laughs> took a shit in the This bidet. was a bidet. You know, like, that's the only explanation. But the most for, high-powered bidet yeah, in, like, in history. Yeah, like a, a fire hydrant pressure bidet to really get that deep clean. That's it. For the little boys when they go to visit the head counselor later yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Dear Hey, you guys put the God. bottom on. <laughs> we're venturing into beasts of uh, no nation Jen, territory here. That just here. broke Jen's mind. <laughs> Jen's mind just broke. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we get the toilet scene. It's stupid. Toilets don't work that way. It doesn't. <laughs> These poor boys. And then we find out that this is Kent. Kikiki. And it's camp with a K. Yes, which there's a lot of K's in there, and I was like, Krager. I was kind of like, this is very KKK. Yeah, like, well, technically there's four, but still, it's border up line. It's borderline like a reference to the KKK. Then you see all the kids running; they're mostly blonde. There's no minorities whatsoever. Except I was like, for most later on. Well, well yeah, that's later. On. I made that yeah. observation as well. With the, they're all blonde. Yeah, well, they're actually, most of them are. No, some of them are Italian. Really? Some of them are clearly Italian. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I know an like Italian when I see one. <laughs> <laughs> but an uh, 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 interesting tidbit is that um, there's actually an association called Campgrounds of America. Mm-hmm. It's just across the United States. I've stated a few of them. They're all dickholes, <laughs> and they spell camp with a K. Well, there's across one the country. in New York. Yeah, there's a there's one in New Brunswick that's spelled like that too. And I forget. Is there? I think it might be a K. Okay. God, they're expanding north of the border. <laughs> it's been there. That's we so need to repel coming. them. Like, and it, yeah, I didn't never burn down the White House again. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. We just got a new listener. Thanks for joining us at NSA. Um, oh, we drunkenly coming for wasn't you. There, oh yeah, what's the next scene? Uh, well, this is where we learn that the ceremony is called the Blade, the Stone, and the Arrow. That doesn't really matter. Then we just get kind of a montage of camp in full swing, like the kids having fun. Right. Which, I made a comment to Evan about this. I was like, man, like... 
stupid construction. I never had that experience as a kid. I've I never gone either. to camp. Me neither. I, I don't remember it even being an option. Me neither. Uh, for us. Like, I, really. Bible camp. I went to Bible camp. I went to a couple of years I went to Bible camp, which uh, was fun, but uh, we had to stay like 30 feet away from all girls and uh, oh. we had to sleep in log cabins. The first year I was there. So you're being really risky right now. If I can tell a quick, uh, I can go through a quick Bible camp story. Yes, uh, I knew you'd have some insight into this because you've been there. Uh, so I went to my first year at Bible camp. Uh, girls got to stay where the chapel was and the mess hall was, which was indoors and it was really nice. Boys stayed out in cabin, log cabins, which was fine, but our cabin had a skunk go underneath and spray <laughs> everywhere before we showed up. Like, a couple days before we showed up, so our cabin stunk. The first day, I was just roughhousing around my cousins, and I nearly choked it up on a chocolate bar. I had to get the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> Second day, we did a polar bear dive. Uh, I jumped in the water, and a kid jumped in after me, kicked me in the face, knocked me out underneath water. I had to be dragged out of the water. Uh, and the third day, I was in a top bunk of a bunk bed. <laughs> I jumped out of the bunk bed. I, I landed my big toe down. I broke my, the bone in my foot. It popped out of my skin and knocked my toenail out from the back. Had to go to the hospital and get the bone reset. Two, uh, two holes burnt in the back of my toenail because it was still <laughs> hanging on in the front. And stitched back down to my foot. So... God apparently was not pleased with me going to Bible camp, apparently. Um, now you're an exhaust. Yeah, now Camp seems terrifying. To be okay. honest, actually, it seems. I would have loved it. Terrifying. Now that Corey has mentioned it, I do remember once I did go to Protestant Bible camp. Oh no! <laughs> even though I'm Roman Catholic, uh, I went with my friend Aaron Bannerman because he really wanted me to go. So he have a friend to be with at camp. It was not nearly as exciting as that. Uh, I mainly <laughs> just didn't do anything. Like, like fuck. Like, they, at one point, they tried to pass around, like, salmon or whatever to us because it was something to do with Jesus. What? Yeah. Oh, like the bread and the fish or yeah, something? Yeah, but, but, it was, but it was fucking fish, and I, I do not eat fish. And there is no way that anyone, anyone, <laughs> the Pope... Couldn't make me eat fucking fish. <laughs> how do you feel about fish? Uh, <laughs> Tell us how you're you really know, like, yeah, and yeah. Then, It was funny though because like they, they came around, they're like, oh yeah, you know, like everyone else is eating, it's really good, you know, just like pop your mouth, just eat it, whatever. It's like, yeah, okay, you know, like you convinced me, you got me. I'll do it. I'll definitely <laughs> eat this fish. And like as soon as they turned around, like satisfied with how well of a job they did convincing me, I was just like, pop. <laughs> Over the shoulder, just gone immediately. It was like, mmm. It just seems, camp just so seems good. terrible to me. Mine actually had like archery range and like horseback riding and stuff, and like had this big lake in the middle that had like a zip line. It was actually pretty fun. All right. The three days the I was zip there. Line? Yeah, they had zip line. But just the idea of like you have to get up early, you have to do what they say, you have to do like. Yeah, but as a kid, that's fun. Do what they say. Be put with people. Wow, Sarah's a public authority. Do you know the people that you like that are in your camp group? Uh, I went generally. Not really. You make no. new friends. Aww. So you make new friends, Sarah. Yeah. And there's always one kid that refuses to. Shower and then yeah. you force them to take a shower, yeah. and that did happen actually. Was that you? Was it? Come on, people know my shower regimen. That's not for the internet, but <laughs> Jen? A lot. multiple times a day. Yes, it yeah. all depends on certain things. Anyway, back yeah. to the movies. Awesome. Uh, factors. Um, so Ernest uh, is now on the docks with who we find out what I. 
I just know her last name Saint Clair. Doctor Doctor Saint Clair. Oh, that's Saint it. Yeah. Cloud. Which Saint Cloud? That's it. And she walks around in a lab coat. Yeah. <laughs> she's not a doctor. She's practicing. Is it though? Because when she's like, if I keep practicing, I might make get big. Be good one day, but then he. Oh, that's a joke about the needle, though. Yeah, but she said she's not a doctor; she's just practicing. So she's like a camp nurse. Also, there was that whole scene that you and I were like, "What the fuck just happened?" Wasn't Ernest like doing weird? He was talking, but also oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. He was doing when, the when sign first, language. Well, yeah, when she oh, first yeah. showed up, he started doing this weird, like. Like sign language thing, but still, and talking? I don't understand <laughs> what was the point of it. It was like, what, was he trying to speak in her language? But no, he mentioned so that, that that's like yeah. that he had he mentioned that it was like a native, whatever the Native Americans of that place like had a certain sign language or something. So he was trying to like impress her with it. It was weird. I when I first started watching, I was like. Does like is he treating her like she's mentally handicapped or something? And she's not like I think throughout the movie, people keep treating like the people who are of Native American descent as if they're mentally. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's that like, they need to speak with symbols and loud <laughs> and slow like in words. like yeah, like no syllables, just uh, this. Oh, what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Then this the funniest to, part yeah, of the movie. The, one of the craziest parts, which I wonder if it is an ad lib, but Ernest goes to get his shots. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and he said he's going to be all tough and stuff like that. And, oh, yes. And then, he, like, twice he mentions quiche in yeah, this. Brave men don't eat quiche. <laughs> yeah. or, uh, or what does it say? Uh, I have never tasted quiche. I never tasted quiche. Yeah, he, twice he's mentioned this. <laughs> Why? So what is wrong with quiche? It's delightful. Actually, I knew something weird about this. Like, I'm going to butcher this. I should have looked it up. But there's something like, there's something, there was something out of the 80s or maybe even before that. Like, somebody wrote a book about being a man and it's something about, like, real men haven't don't eat quiche or something like that. So I feel like that's a reference to a a really old thing. Well, it's kind of, it's not really a delicate thing, but, like, it's a delicate egg. I hate so much. What? Really? Yeah, I'm not a quiche I, person. I could what? take it or egg leave pie? it. Mini egg pies? Nah, I'm just not. But you put a lot of cheese and spinach on yeah. them and you yeah. can yeah. get everything I mean, down. Sure. To me, it's just like an omelet in mm. a pie, pie crust. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing Literally better. that. Like, I, I could take it or leave it, but I do. Yeah. Uh, if it's there, I, I, I eat it. it. I enjoy it. So this leads to the scene that's... So he's being all brave and then when... He's about, or when he is getting the needle, he yells out, I did it, I took the Lindbergh baby, I'm Joseph Magdala, which is... Yeah, like, so weird. The, most, the most random of things, like, I'm like, oh, oh this must be really topical in the 80s or whatever. <laughs> But I was like, it's so funny, because, like, yeah, the Lindbergh baby, like, we know the story of the Canary Lindbergh baby, but, like, and that's pretty bad to bring that up, like, as a joke, but, like, to hey. say, I'm Joseph Magdala... I don't know this story. Um, I will read it to you. I have it here. The Limber okay. Baby. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't actually, I didn't know what the heck he was the talking about. So, person. March 1st, 1932, a crime that captured the attention of the entire nation, Charles Lindenberg III, a 20-month-old son of aviation hero Charles Lindenberg, is kidnapped from the family's new mansion in Hopewell, New Jersey, Lindenberg, uh, sorry, Lindenberg, who became an international celebrity, when he flew the first solo flight across the Atlantic Ocean in 1927 and his wife Anne discovered the ransom note demanding $50,000 for their son's 
in their son's empty room. The kidnapper used a ladder to climb up the open, um, to the open second floor window and left muddy footprints in the, on the room. Um, later, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it goes on and on and on, but two months later in May, they found the baby's body nearby their home. Mm. So Ernest did, okay. Ernest did that. <laughs> He's finally owning up to it, eh? Yeah. Wow. So, it's a pretty tragic <laughs> tragic thing to own up to for getting a needle. Yeah, it, was a little, it was like when we read it, we were like, what did he say? We looked it up and we were dying laughing. It was really dark. <laughs> but yeah. even worse is his him saying, I'm Joseph Magdala, who was like a person who worked was yeah, the the person in charge of like the selection process of like the gas chambers? Yeah, World and, War like, Two. World War Two, and would do experiments on, on like people, Jews, and Jesus Christ. People, yeah, Armenians. like one of like live experiments. Yeah, like one of the worst people in history, yeah. and it's just like just thrown in here as like oh, I'm Joseph Megala, ha ha ha. Like you're one of the worst people that ever so, graced the earth. I knew that he wasn't involved in the Nuremberg trials because no. Uh, Nazi of any real consequence was actually uh, convicted during those trials. Oh, okay. Um, but Joseph Mengele, like, so I was like, well, when did he die? Like, I assumed that he took a poison pill or something. Yeah. 1979. Oh, wow. In wow. In Sao Paulo, Brazil. So, which means that he, he was, was part of yeah. Operation Odessa. That, uh, like, uh, escape plan that the Nazis had for after their loss in... Uh, Germany that they would uh, escape to South America. He died age of 67. So he had a nice full life to a point. Like took someone shot one, him in the head. Good. Oh, well, that's good, yeah. Yeah. So, but, well, 67 is not a nice long life. But no, but like, he got a lot long longer, enough that he got longer more, than he should have had. Yeah, exactly. I hope he suffered with depression. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Nazis are weird like that. All the ones oh, that I know I'm, are, anyways. <laughs> Shit. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, Back to it! Let's yeah. all have a moment of silence. Yeah, for... yeah. From one monster to another, we get the uh, head camp counselor uh, <laughs> talking to uh, the other counselors in his quarters about the rough kids are coming. And... Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Okay. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Uh, and whatever. Like, one guy's like, I'll take I'll take care of him. Like, I'll, I'll teach him what, what's what or blah, blah, blah. Like... Not much here. And then we see the cart go by the outside. <laughs> I love it so much. It's like, how did it not run into anything yet? I don't get it. I, I like this. <laughs> too. Um, Is someone driving it? Is uh, the ghost driving it? <laughs> the, the ghost of uh, the land but, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, we cut to the detention center. Um, and I, I just wrote down... Cool kids looking '80s cool at this point. Okay, and this is this is what gets into my favorite part of this entire movie: the crop tops. Were Mustafa? crop tops a thing <laughs> with little boys in the '80s? It had to be. There are several crop tops in this. <laughs> several. They, and then, so at one point, it's like one guy just ha- okay. First of all, I found it really weird that one of them was just wearing like a business vest with a tie. Yeah, and then there was like I another a blazer. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there was this other guy with just a straight up crop top, like literally cut off, like right here. Yep. And like then 
a kid with a Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt. I know. Like, oh, open. Um, yeah, open. There was open, one that kind of looked like the character from 13 Reasons Why, Tony, I think. Mm. He had, like, the dark hair slicked back and, like, kind of yeah. looked like a cool... Yeah. Cool guy. He was probably my favorite one. The that guy kid. is... That oh. guy is an... Uh, is Little an, Moose was my favorite. Oh, Mustafa is my favorite, too. But, uh... The there the, one the kid the like the Latino kid in the group is an actor nowadays. I can't, uh, I don't oh, have his wow. name. I, I meant to research it, but I didn't. But like he's one guy I, I like recognize. I was like, that guy's in stuff now. Like he's still an actor. But the crop top thing. What the? F- well, I'm. I was so distracted. You're, yeah. In every scene. Because well, I was just looking at those crop tops. Shirt, full shirts because they were boys in an institution and they had to just get whatever was given to them. So, But it looked like it was actually cut, cut off. off. Yeah, it looked like... So why would you do that if you had a full shirt? Unless you thought that was the coolest thing to do. I think that was like an 80s cool thing. Like, there was... Did you guys work on that? was a no. terrible what show that we watched <laughs> where the little girl was actually a boy or vice versa and she was at a summer camp and all the little boys had... And oh, like, sleepaway camp. Sleepaway camp. There's a movie we should never <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh. you see a little boy penis at the end of that. Oh, I do not need that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> um, but they all, they, a few of them had some crop tops on. Was I was just, yeah, I think it was a, it, I also a like how at this point in the movie, they give all of the bad boys the lost causes or last chances or whatever they call them, <laughs> which is not really... The second chances. Which isn't really ever really explained. No. What do they do? Yeah. yeah. You never know. They're you just bad. So, they give them more characteristics, including the one guy who's the, the, the brains of the operation or whatever, which literally never mentioned again or <laughs> ever comes up at any I'm point. Gonna, I'm going to bring that at up. At any point. Because, yeah, you're right, like, the, the corrections officer or whatever was kind of like, this one's the brains, and this yeah. one's the smooth heart. Like, they all get, like, their, like, Ocean's Eleven, like, yeah. I'm a specialist in this, and then it just never comes into there play. There are like, at least I, three of them which are interchangeable for me. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, the only ones that stu- really stood out is, like, the leader... And the kid with the blazer, just because he was bigger and didn't look like every other kid there, yeah. and Mustafa. That, yeah. that, he was a little black kid. Here's my yeah. other thing. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> That's how I described it in my notes. But anyway, um, he seemed significantly younger than everyone else. Oh, Am yeah. I right? Yeah. But don't, when you go to camp, aren't you like segmented into Well, they weren't in camp, they were in an institute okay. for. Yeah, but they, they went to camp. Go, they went to camp. But they went to camp, but they were, I think they were just. As one unit. They just went yeah. as one But group. if you think about it, if, it wouldn't be just the five of them in this correction no. office too so that was kind of a weird choice but they were the the worst of the the offenders oh that's uh, yeah yeah and I, I like how in this uh, this, this instant uh, where you meet them uh, one of them hands back Ernest or hands Ernest this wallet oh yeah and it's never really explained <laughs> whose wallet this is. <laughs> I have a feeling it's probably Ernest's wallet, mm. and it's supposed to be this point where he looks at it and realizes, "What? This is my wallet. How'd you get that?" <laughs> you know, but that never really happens. <laughs> yeah. That scene. Yeah, the, the realizing. Ernest, yeah, yeah. Jim Brownie got a little too drunk and actually started beating on the child. <laughs> well. But like, it, 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 what is the point of this scene? You know, it's like, oh. He has spare wallets. <laughs> like, doesn't everybody? <laughs> no, you need a wallet. It's fine leather. Um, so, 
the next scene is Ervis, uh, Ernest. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I've drank three of these things already. <laughs> you were counting them back. Yeah. Somebody can finish mine. It tastes like bad breath. <laughs> I don't know how to make another one, so I'm just going to examine it. Just make Corey make it for you. Um, make him do it. <laughs> we have Ernest uh, driving. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> Ernest, uh, this cuts to Ernest driving the kid to the camp, and oh one says, "Guess," like covers his eyes <laughs> <Yeah>. and says, <laughs> "Guess." <laughs> it was so weird because, like, he's like, "Ernest oh, okay. is cool with it." Like, he like, I, like it. And I was like, "I'm so good at this game." <laughs> I know it's supposed to make Ernest look like an idiot, but I'm like. He's an amazing blindfolded driver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He swerved that bus and drove back on. The yeah, road. yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, what's the payoff to, for this for the kids? Like, they're like, yeah. oh, we're we want to die. Yeah, yeah. There's I, I never there. understood that gag, which is in so many movies. I guess the so. whole like cover the driver's See, eyes. When I there's a few times when I uh, I would uh, rope my friends into helping me uh, move furniture. Yeah. Um, Upstairs, in particular, um, they'd be going with these heavy boxes or whatever. And I like to play the game called Got Your Knees. <laughs> I come up behind them and just like, like, grab their knees. Why? It's so mean. Uh, because it was hilarious. For it was so until funny. Until they drop your stuff and break it. Oh, but they never did. Oh, wow. I mean, I, mean, I, I wouldn't really. Because um. they had my shit and I didn't want them to break it. <laughs> But, uh, you know, like, um, you know, like, the whole point, like, Ernest, at the, at the end of this, Ernest is like, oh, this wasn't my fault. But yeah, yeah. It was his fault. I know, totally. Entirely. Because that's not, at any point, he should have just taken his foot off the gas and be like, get your fucking hands off me, you, like, little child. <laughs> yeah. like, you yeah, little yeah. criminal. Like, get back there in the back of the bus. Then we have this hilarious thing where all the kids get off and the one guy says, line up. And they all like put their hands on the bus like they're about to be frisked, which yeah. is like, oh yeah, yeah, they're the bad kids. They're the bad boys. Um, they're used to animal abuse. They take the kids to their. <laughs> they, <laughs> they take the kids to their uh, bunk, and we met. We meet their counselor, who's uh, counselor Stennis. Stennis, who kind of looks like Andy Samberg. Maybe I guess. <laughs> Maybe I found, I found he, it wasn't yeah, him, but it looked like. Well, him. we I think we know that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, it cuts to um, the so after that, it's like they get a bunk, it like and it's all run down and stuff. And their counselor Stannis is a, a dick, basically. Um, we cut to the mess hall, who all of a sudden Mustafa's the leader, or uh, like yes. he's like act like I like follow like, my lead. Yeah, yeah, that cool. And actually, there's one line that actually made me kind of laugh here, like. <sighs> It's one of the kids earlier. The Hawaiian kid with shirt open. So, like obviously, all the the the, the kid the the rich kids or whatever don't like the the second chancers. And the one kid says, "There's a lot of love in this room. It's in the air. You can feel it." And I don't know why the way he said it was. Oh, I actually laughed. I was like, "That's not a bad line." Like in a movie. Um, this leads us to the cooks. Well, this also uh, oh, sorry. is that before or after the, the, it, the it fight. Just, this is this is before. So yeah. they kind of walk okay. in because the kids just walk into where the cooks are. Apparently, like it was yeah. really odd. Yeah, I like that for the thing. So we're, we we meet. I didn't write their names. Down. I wrote one of their names down later. Anyway, like the bigger guy and the guy that's wearing the Russian winter hat. Yeah, 
<laughs> I forget. I, didn't I don't know. I don't know if they. Were, I felt like they were supposed to have characters or whatever, yeah. but they. Because I'm pretty sure they're in every other Ernest movie. I know the bigger oh, guy is really? in every one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, same characters. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, next to positive, yes. Yeah. They're always like the background, like Bulk and Scully. <laughs> I get that. Mm-hmm. Proto, proto bebop and rock studies. Yeah. Um. So we meet them and they're wacky or whatever. This is where we cut back. So they got their food and um, Moose is tripped by one of the the cool kids. <laughs> and this leads to the weirdest tray fight. Like it's yeah. just like we're in a fight, and then they start slamming trays. Well, it's like six kids versus like fifty. Mm. And it was really weird because the 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 kid we're supposed to root for, the main bad kid, is like the they go and hit trays, and then the 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 kid we're supposed to root for like wipes out and gets like destroyed. And I don't think that was supposed to happen <laughs> the way it did. Like it was really like odd. And then Ernest intervenes and they just beat Ernest up because they're like everybody hits yeah. Ernest. It, yeah, just... that was like the bonding moment for like them because there's yeah. the one the one camp kid and the one bad kid who like. You know, like, are whacking yeah. with the trays. But his face goes through yes. the tray. Yeah. To, like, the most like, Even the brim of his hat like, 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 melts into the tray. You know, Why? Yeah. How? Physical. I don't know. Well, that's, that's kind of the universe that we're, we're in right now. We have, to, <laughs> we have to accept that stupid stuff like this is just par oh for the course. God. Yeah, Jim so Varney is a both... An unstoppable force and an immovable object, <laughs> yeah. all He's in a one. Godlike figure, he like is he, he cannot be killed. Near impervious to mm. all harm. Yeah, like then, that is the universe that we inhabit right now. Yeah, and uh, then the Coke machine falls on him because that's normal. Oh. And yeah, that Coke he, machine got a lot, a of lot of yeah. Well, destroyed. obviously, since it's like Ernest was. Invented to sell Coca Cola. Oh my god! Oh, did not pick that up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, Santa wasn't in the, actually in that movie. Yeah. Um. So the punishment for the second chancers are they have to dig a ditch to the lake. To the lake, which is I. Don't get it. I uh, don't get. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, why you, make kids do that? And what's the benefit? What, yeah, yeah, like, are you trying to ir- like, what are you trying to irrigate? Like, are you trying to raise crops or get them to clean? Create stuff or like something. some sort yeah. of pond or like what? What? what the, lower the level. Is there's too much pressure on the dam? Like, uh, yeah. What is what is the ultimate point of this? <laughs> uh, so the next scene is we're back with the cooks and Ernest is there and they're trying to make their eggs erroneous, which. So weird. Oh, and I got... Okay, so Eddie is the smaller of the two guys. I did right. write that down. Um, he looks like a handsome brother. So they're trying... This is the scene where they're trying to... I think trying to Wrong get Ernest... handsome brother. I don't know if they're trying to get Ernest to eat the eggs erroneous here or if it's later. No, but I think that's a little later. Yeah, okay. So they're making eggs erroneous. I don't know what Ernest is doing there, but apparently he's there. Smuggled by... 17 herbs and spices smuggled by Tibetan uh, monks <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Why? Like, like, what and why does it look like they're making a witch's broom? I mean, because like they're just gross idiots. <laughs> I mean, like like it's, eggs, you know, with like seventeen herbs and spices would probably be good, delicious, yeah. probably. Mm. Unless and then like, you add Play-Doh and rabbit. Yeah, Play-Doh <laughs> and Let's, rabbit. This is where we're first introduced to apparently Ernest's line to get out of 
situations is to say, oh, is that yes. a rabbit over there? Yeah. Because yeah. he does it twice. Like, yeah. <laughs> a recurring theme. And I think, like, the, the other cook says something to the effects. I wrote it down. I didn't know the context. But I think he's like, he needs now to get the rabbit for his eggs erroneous. And he says, like, he just yells a big fat rabbit with all its shots. And I was like, <laughs> I kind of laughed at that. I got to lie. So the next scene is the kids are swimming at the lake. And so the one, the friggin' Stannis or Stannis or whatever, uh, tells all the kids to line up and to jump in. And of course, super racist <laughs> yeah, trope. Yeah, there we go. Super racist trope is... Moose, the one African American uh, yes. kid, cannot well. swim, and I'm like, "Come on, like Who seriously, cares? how racist does this movie?" This is have how to we be? get stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so bad. So, a camp counselor has a kid tell them that he can't swim, and he's like, "You're gonna learn." Like the thinnest so, way. Yeah. So he throws him in the water. Like if you drowned a kid at a camp, like. You wouldn't work at that camp anymore. Like, no, I don't like, like I don't there'd be more consequences than losing your job. Yeah. yeah, but I'm also like, so now we have the earnest, like, saving the cat moment sort of thing where he comes in and he saves uh, Moose from the water. But I was like, all your friends were in the water. Why couldn't they save yeah. you? Why'd you need Ernest? Literally, just one kid just go, whoop. Yeah. Yeah, I did love the I did love the stupid gag where he ran with that very long pole and knocked like a bunch of kids in the uh, water. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like, that kind of kills me. Uh, we, you know, this is also leads up to um, the kids pushing uh, Stannis who's on the uh, the uh, guard tower or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, into yeah, the, in water the water because yeah. it was like improperly placed on the dock. Yeah, and, you know, and then Stannis complains about Ooh, my leg, my, my leg. leg. And then we're never we never see Stennis again throughout. The yeah. Maybe he got a different job and needed an out. Well, for this movie. yeah. I think this was supposed to be the. This is the kind of showing that Ernest is finally going to get his chance at being a counselor because that's all he wants to do, kind of thing. Mm. But I'm also like, you get dumped in the water off a lifeguard tower and you hurt your leg. I was like, how? How, maybe, maybe how hurt is your leg? Yeah. yeah. Like, How'd you break your leg, son? <laughs> <laughs> Did the water break your leg for you? No. It, it caught me, maybe. Maybe it got tangled no, in that thing no. and then... It, you it can't. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't there. I, yeah. I know water. <laughs> You've met water. <laughs> I know I know how high you have to jump from a height to break your leg yeah. to water. Yeah. That and would be scary, right. though, sitting on that tower and then falling in the water. Sure, yeah. I mean, the loss of balance. That and, like, would be like, the Or getting, like, your leg like, caught like, in the chair. Yeah, that would be... and then, like, mangling your leg. Ugh. Um, would, like, not happen. So, this leads to the, the head counselor and all the other counselors trying to find a replacement. Yeah. And the one guy, one counselor never says, like, oh, maybe Ernest. He's like, wait a minute, I got a plan. And then he just runs and gets Ernest, apparently. Like, he just leaves and they make Ernest, like, the new counselor. Um... For the bad kids, because they're like, oh, like, we'll get Ernest to do it or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, so his first duty is to take the kids on a hike. Yeah. Can uh. I just say something? Yes. Oh, of course. His mm-hmm. first thing mm-hmm. that his words of wisdom were, don't pick it or it'll never heal. <laughs> Sorry, I just didn't want that. I always box. pick it. Right, uh, yeah, to pick everything. Me too. Love it. Yeah. Um, it feels so good. So they're in the woods and they're going on a hike. And Ernest 
references being in Vietnam? Like, yeah, yeah. what's that? That's out of nowhere. Uh, he's full of shrapnel. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's, um, like, having non-fat lots of these goes to war? Yeah. What? Oh, I would Never? Watch that. Yeah, I would watch <laughs> that a million times. Well, Holy fuck. fuck. It's the prequel. Yeah. Yeah, so holy hell. Maybe we all should lost all the <laughs> Are those your guts out? Eww. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. The Indian too. Guerrilla warfare, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, the real guerrilla warfare. Unbushed <laughs> men who've never tasted quiche. Yeah, oh. he, he mentioned, <laughs> yeah, he mentions quiche again here. <laughs> uh. And then he's like, "Never do this to a badger." Oh my god! Oh wait, no, that's Quick. coming up. That's oh, coming sorry. up. Okay, I'm we'll get to. It. We're gonna get to it. Oh, uh, sure. I have so much. Before to say. we get there, it cuts to the demolition site, and this is where we're introduced to the main bad guy of. Of mm. the, the show. Um, Evan made a good point. He's like, you know, there's a formula here. Suit plus music plus talking to scientists. Mm. <laughs> bad guy! Yeah. yeah. Like, the music gets all like... You got the like, bad guy! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and he's in the suit. Dun. Yeah. He has a briefcase. Yeah. You're yeah. the bad guy. Yeah. That being said, the bad guy turned out to be not as bad yeah. in the long run. Yeah. His name is Mr. Blatz, is the lawyer. And he's right. kind of like, he looks like your typical bad guy lawyer guy. He's got like the hair slicked yeah. back, balding. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like sleazy lawyer type. Um, yeah. He goes in and talks to a guy who looks exactly like Tim Heidecker. I was like, well, that's <laughs> really weird from Ter- Tim and Eric. Um, and then we are introduced to the main bad guy of the movie who is named Sherman... Uh, Crater? Crater. Sherman Crater. But before also, that, I do like that when they go talk to the scientists, they have this table diorama set up just <laughs> so that you like, well, here you see our operations, here you see Kankakiki, here you see what we need, whoop! like, you know, takes one of those, like, push things and just, like, shoves it across the table, yeah. you know, like, so this diagram, the, the whole diorama has been set up here just for him to go, whoop! Yeah, and like this is what we need to do. Here's here's how it goes. Like like thank you. Thank, now we can take yeah. the table out of here, <laughs> and I can re- reuse these resources for my Warhammer 40k miniatures. <laughs> the guy who plays Sherman Crater, I can't see anything past um, Animal House for him. He's the dean in Animal oh, House. Oh, Dean Shelton. Yeah, yeah. So I was like. I was like, this guy must have made like so much money off playing the bad guy because he looks like your animal person. house. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, you mentioned it, yeah. Uh, I mean, this we we learn about uh, the biggest of positive whatever they're looking for here. It's like it's pretty just like introduced to the bad guys and they're bad. Yeah. Um, we get back to the woods where Ernest is making a campfire on his leg, which was very weird. <laughs> Because uh, yeah. he was yeah. like making a campfire hurts. Yeah, that was really odd. But now we get to the badger scene where he's like, "Don't do this to a family of badgers," and then does it immediately. Makes his face to a badger. Yeah, <laughs> and I just love the way that they sort of show this badger violence by like framing it in such a way that like we see all the kids, we see Ernest, and we but we don't see the we don't actually see the actual badger. 
Students yeah. like they're sort of like hopping across the screen one way and across the screen another way while screaming, implying that the badger is like pulling him, you <laughs> know, and back and forth. They didn't even bother showing it at all. Like yeah, not even a little was, bit of fur or anything. It, it, it was it was the yeah. cheapest cop out ever. Yeah, I think they were just like I feel like that was just him being like I can do this thing where I pretend like I'm being attacked by a family of badgers. They're like yeah, cool, put it in the movie. Like, in the, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, Kids don't be paying attention anyway. And this leads also, so Ernest gets attacked by badgers, they wrap him up like a mummy, and we've talked about it earlier when they attach to the bus and it takes off and he spins around and he's real dizzy or whatever. Real dizzy. (laughs) And then the head counselor comes by and is like, what happened here? And like, oh, we were practicing uh, first aid. And then the head counselor like, oh, at least nobody got hurt. Which is comes back into play later as well, which is kind of stupid, but it's like a running running gag in this movie. Right. Uh, then we cut to uh, Dr. St. Cloud and Mr. Blatz. Uh, and they're, he's trying to sell, get them to sell their land. And this is where we meet um, Windcloud. The chief. The chief, yes. And uh, they won't sell, and he goes on the big thing, like, it's been handed down, it's a sacred trust, he doesn't want to sell it. Um. Yeah, that's that's kind of that scene. I mean, there's not much to it. It just advances the little plot that we have in this the movie. Tiny, tiniest little bit. And then we cut to a scene. It's craft time, and Ernest is sharpening a knife and he cuts himself. That's the whole scene. Like, it's <laughs> such a scene. Like, yeah. Again, which they, which yeah. they, I again, I called. <laughs> I, I knew yeah. it was going to happen before it happened, and I knew it was going to happen because of the way it was framed, where his hand and the knife were all out of uh, yeah. shot. Yeah. And it's like, and obviously, he's going to just like gonna slice his it. hand open. It's like, and slice into the medium of your hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, a fantastic impression. <laughs> Uh, and this ends with the cart is still going and we get another shot of the cart Um, and now we cut back to the kitchen where they're making it's such a stupid thing but like when the one guy's talking like he's the lobster he's like not in there yeah you're going in there and he just throws like the lobsters in the machine and he's like and he does that and he's like chicken and he's like first he's like lobster bisque and he does that thing with lobsters and then he's like chicken pot pie right. and he throws in a rubber chicken yeah. and, and a metal chicken. pot pot yeah. pie <laughs> metal pot and a pie crust and then he says uh, Fredo uh, Fredo I think he says Alfredo Fettuccini Fettuccini Alfredo is what he says yes. but he says Fettuccini because I wrote it down that he actually is like Fettuccini like it's a joke and like uh, and then it's like a little Italian named Alfredo this little <laughs> yeah, doll little doll <laughs> whatever this little Italian doll I was expecting like a whole bunch of cream sauce which would be disgusting <laughs> you know and it par for the course of the movie yeah it's, it's this little Italian doll so they got me there they got me there yeah that's kind of where did this machine come from, by the way? Like, all of a sudden, like, it was just, like, it was just not there, and then all of a sudden... It was, it was there. And it, it became a big part of the movie. Big part of the movie. The original food processor. Uh, this yeah. is where they're just, like, pounding scenes out? Like, uh, so after that... Just after nothing. Yeah, we cut to Ernest, and he's trying to light a lamp, and it takes off like a rocket, and it's what a very quick that? scene. Like, it's like... Hello? We have ghosts here. Yeah. A door just violently opened in my apartment and nobody walked in. 
That's my bedroom. It's probably the wind. Oh, it's the bedroom. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, I thought it was sex slave that we have tied up there. She Did you see that? I was legitimately scared. That was the main door. What? This one lone throwaway scene where, again, I called it where <laughs> yeah. like, something's going to go wrong, it's going to explode. Yeah. Like, oh, it shook off like a rocket. I didn't see that one coming. It just yeah. feels like it's it was padding time. Like, it, like they're like, we need to fill more. Let's do some sight gags. Yeah, we need twelve minutes of this. And then he had that like homemade rotisserie. Oh yes, oh, yes. with yes. the cups oh, of the barbecue sauce. Oh no, that's was that barbecue that? sauce. I thought it was barbecue sauce. I was hoping it was barbecue sauce. And it was like, obviously, his foot is going to get wrapped up in it. I was like, that's a lot of exposed machinery. That's a lot. Is that a diesel engine? That looks looks unsafe. There's a lot of carcinogenics on those chickens. We should should bring this up, though, because we're kind of in the middle of the movie. This is literally where they're just throwing in scenes. And yes, the fire's coming up. But so, like we said, we talked about, we had the rocket scene. Then we have the kids playing poker where Ernest is all right. happy about poker. Like he's like, oh, yeah, I know poker. And then he loses all money. I'm going to teach you guys a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be able to pay you back in 46 years or whatever he says. Like, So he loses all his money, which is just a thrown-in thing, too. So I'm just, like, bullet-shooting some of these scenes yeah. now. Cause, so uh, the you next... Gotta. Yeah. So the next scene is, like... This is a serious scene where the movie takes a weird friggin' turn. So the demolition crew shows up to a person's house that's supposed to be gone. Mm. And they're not, but they're just going to demolish the house. They send the big goon into the house to the get the guy out. big goon. And it's like a scared-to-death family. And the guy has a shotgun. He points at the guy who walks yeah. in the door. I'm like, what is this yeah. movie? Like, yeah. This just took a turn. Yeah. So he gets like... I have a few questions. Uh, yeah. like, like, I'm like, why is the house so narrow... Why didn't he pull the trigger? Why is the goon not more scared of the shotgun? Yeah. Why do they live in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, like, like, it was like a field. Like, do they live in a yeah. camp? Is this part of the camp? Do they yeah. live on a camp? I mean, like, yeah. like again, why didn't he shoot him? <laughs> why? Like, and he's like, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going <laughs> to. Like, giving him, like, ample opportunity to snatch that gun out of his hand. Yeah. And that's Which he does, and then beats him. Yeah, because we know get out of here. we know in this universe, casual murder doesn't matter. <laughs> like, no, everybody's no, trying no, to murder, honestly. and we'll get into that a little bit later. Oh, uh, so we get the scene. That's fine. Then we go to another filler scene we just talked about, which is Ernest with the barbecue fire. He almost gets dragged into the fire at this barbecue trap. His trap-tron. legs get dragged. burned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and he jumps in the river, and like <laughs> it's just a throwaway scene. Yeah. yeah, no point. Like that would was that, you would be in the hospital for months with the kind of burns that he got. You would yeah. need skin grafts for that. Yeah. Was that just to be like he's just being wacky or he's just That's a friggin' just funny. Idiot, you know, like yeah. like it's just funny. This Ernest, the unkillable fire man. Fire is fine. The unkillable man. There should be a movie called Jason or uh, Freddy or Freddy versus Jason no, no. versus Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest is, I'm just saying, Ernest goes to hell. But, you know, like, that would that also be, be good, name too. Yeah. Yeah, like, Ernest should join the Avengers, because yeah. he's apparently a superhero. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to stop Thanos, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, us Avengers, we don't eat quiche, you know what I mean? Um, so, this is where we lead to another kind of in- racially insensitive thing. Um, the, they have a camp meeting and every every cabin oh yes Jennifer 
I, we missed the part where he's feeling really sad for himself, and he's in his room, and no, we, we did miss it because I have it written down first. Like, and then we're talking about oh, the, yeah. and so he's talking to his best friend, the turtle. Oh, okay, yeah. And then the turtle bites him oh, on yes. the nose, and then all of his little boys come in to sing a song, sing to make him the song, but, or to make him feel better. Well, it makes it turtle. And he's like, it's, it's like, not let, a turtle; it's go. a zit. <laughs> Wait, no, that is... He says that? It's not later. He says, it's not a turtle, it's a zit. He said, it's not a turtle, it's a zit. And then they're singing this song. And I don't forget the name of the movie that I saw, but there's this girl giving this guy a head, and she (laughs) she had a ring... In her tongue, and he had a ring in his penis, and they got hooked. Oh, and they what could, is that? What is that movie? And then everybody, like that, he couldn't because she was going down, no. so he couldn't get soft to like. I know exactly them. what you're so talking about. So they had the whole neighborhood come in and sing them a song so that he would lose his erection, so they could untangle their. Dude, I, I know exactly what you're... What movie is that? I was thinking of when yeah. these boys are singing to put this turtle to sleep so he can uncook oh his nose. Oh, my God. Well, all I could yeah. think about was the fact that Evan told me once, he's like, my cat bit me in the face when you're, like, holding your cat, like, oh, up yeah. close. And I do that with my cat all the time. Like, I hold her right here, and I'm like, you, 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 you. And she can really just bite my face, and I, I'm yeah. not. Amen. By the way, if anybody remembers that movie, please... Comment. Comment, yes. I've seen it. Is it... It's, it's like some three girls. Instead of looking it up, we'll comment. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember that movie. Uh, no. This scene with the turtle is a few scenes later. Tongue I piercing just... and St. Albert piercing. <laughs> that's it. Don't go together. St. Albert piercing? That's what it's called? Yeah. Why do they call it St. Albert? Uh, Prince Albert. Prince Albert. Yeah, Prince Albert. It wasn't going the distance. Who's, who's Prince Albert? I don't know. No. Anyway, if you know who Prince Albert is, please comment. (laughs) Instead of us just looking at this up very easily, we need comments. I can't. Um, Sorry, that that scene does come up a few scenes later. But uh, first, so we learn about um, uh, every cabin has to do a uh, project. Last year's winner was was a Native American headdress, which they say an Indian headdress, which is pretty insensitive. And so Ernest is uh, trying to come up with ideas. And comes up with, and I think the group comes up with like a teepee. That that's what they're gonna. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Cuts to a scene with uh, Ernest is with um, Saint Cloud and Wind Cloud, and they're just on a picnic, and he's attacked by fire ants. Yeah, the yes. only person, the only person at this picnic. None of the food. None of the other people. Yeah. So I uh, said to Sarah, I'm like, is, did Ernest do too much? Like. Acid at some point in his life and is now having like a flashback to like <laughs> having like ants like crawl over his body because this makes no sense. But no, he does he does get bit because because later he's got all the ointment on his. Yeah, ears. we cut to the infirmary, um, and Ernest is all bit up, and the kids show up and give him a poison ivy plant. Yep, uh, and uh, of course he's like hugging the plant. Yeah, he's hugging the plant and everything, himself. and then the the uh, Saint Cloud comes back in and is like, "Oh, that's poison ivy." And then she berates the kids, which she very much should have. Like Ernest has been nothing but nice to these I kids, know. and like she's basically like. And at one point, she's like, like she's yelling at them, and he and one of the kids is like he's a jerk, and I'm like, 
He's not a. He's never been a jerk in this I movie. Know, right? so anyway, this is where we bad. get the second belly shirts, where two of them are just yeah. rocking. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is this is getting out of hand. It's spreading the amount of crop tops I know. that are in this movie on little boys. On little boys with like little guts, like sticking out, like yeah. not flattering at all. These they have little guts. They're little, they're little they boy bellies. They're little tummies. I'm sorry, a crop top <laughs> looks very bizarre on a little boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Evan, it does. I'm sorry, well, I'm... Evan's I think wearing it's, one right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know, how, like, do you know? how like, insensitive. I, I was distracted the whole time by all the crop tops. There was, they did not. I they can't. had toned little tan bellies. They did, yeah. Listen, you can they, wear they, what they you were want, young and but like it just virile and yeah. felt. Don't crop top shame it's these boys. That's <laughs> true. It's very true. I am crop top shaming. <laughs> um, it's just when I saw the one wearing it, I was like, he's probably gay. <laughs> like that. That just thought went through my mind. This is the eighties. But that was the eighties. Yeah. So that was yeah. just the style. The more yeah. the more androgynous you were, the more girls you got. I feel like yeah. in the eighties. That's how cool you were. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then it cuts to Ernest, and he's back in his room. This is the scene we talked about with the turtle, and now he's fine. Like. We just cut from him the infirmary. <laughs> yeah. Totally fine. Uh, the kid, he's all mad because he, he, he's finally realizing, like, oh, the kids don't like me. And yeah. then he's talking to his turtle, and the turtle bites his nose. <laughs> um, and they come in, hey, Ernest, you got a turtle on, in the, on your nose. And, and that's when he says, like, oh, no, it's a zit. Like, it's like, which I, I thought the one was kind of funny, too. <laughs> and then the kids sing a song to him. And that's really... Mm. To what was the, the song? To put the turtle to forget sleep. now. Yeah, right. I I I didn't write down what the song was. This is a very famous you song. You and me. Oh, because yeah. yeah. they sing it later in the woods. You and me. Um. So yes. So then we cut to the kids. They come across the the bully kids, and they're making a boat. One kid's like, it looks like a skeleton. And I was like, it looks like a boat. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of skeletons are you seeing, boy? Um, Again, a lot of blonde kids. Aryan nation. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Moose has a line here that I, another line I really like, where he's like, you know nothing about nothing. And I know, I you know nothing about nothing. And I know that for a fact. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Oh, pretty God. Uh, and. <laughs> So, uh, again, like, the, the criteria for this um, competition seems to be to build something Native american knee. Yeah. And, you know, like, whatever that is, you know, like, it's, it's a very wide umbrella because, you, you know, you have these the, the Aryan Nation building this canoe, and yeah. then you have the, the Lost Boys building this fucking teepee, which is eventually what they decide upon. Mm-hmm. Which are nothing alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In no way is a teepee like a canoe. You yeah. can't use it to sail down a river. No. You, like you, like so. I mean, I'm like, I don't understand. How, it was supposed to be you, about the culture of that tribe. So, but how how do you how are you gonna like judge though? Like between <laughs> how are you gonna yeah. between yeah. like an apple and a banana? You know, like you know, like it's it's, it's two completely different yeah. things. Um, it makes no sense. It doesn't, yeah. Along with anything in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're welcome. The kids finally decide they're going to make the TP, 
I think earlier where I said the kids are supposed to make TV, I think Ernest suggests that. He's and just in there like, yeah, whatever. whatever. And the only one was Moose who's like, I'll help you make a TV. So now the, all the kids decide to make a TV. Um, then we get to a scene, this emotional scene with Moose and Ernest, where Ernest is just tying a feather to yeah, something. Yeah, it's almost like he's his surrogate father. Yeah, and Moose is like, wants to stay and he doesn't want to go back. And I was like, oh, this is... The little buddy. This movie's hitting us a little harder than we thought, I think. I know. Same as this drinks in me a little. I know. Well, that's like well, your fourth or fifth. Yeah, yeah. Count them back, like whatever. Woman. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. Enough for you. Oh, I thought she's gonna need the water. Um. So, uh, this is where we cut to Sherman, and he has a gun. He's shooting bottles to establish that, like, oh, he likes guns. Yeah, he likes guns. He's a bad guy. He's like mm. that candle we saw at Winners. What's that? Oh, Spirit of America. We <laughs> the tangents were going on in this podcast. Uh, there's a candle at Winners that it's made by Yankee Candles. Was and, the scent? Well, the thing, the name of the candle was called Spirit of America. And Jen came up with this. It's hilarious. She took a whiff of it, and she's like, it smells like... Desperate old... old no, it's, you, said, you said it smells like a rich white man. <laughs> and it was called Spirit of America. And I smelled it. I was like, 100%. That's exactly what <laughs> Did this... Did you guys buy it? No. no, oh, no. It's... <laughs> It's uh, I love the smell hilarious. of man. Really anyway, like any candle that smells like a gods. clean man <laughs> is, isn't what that smelled like. Okay. It's, it smelled it's like, smelled like it's what you imagine Trump smells like uh, after he gets his spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> Not a that fan. being said, Yankee Candles, if you want to support our podcast, feel free. Mm, yeah. We would love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a scene with the doctor and the head counselor. Uh, the head, yeah, the head counselor. I didn't write much. I don't even remember the scene, but mm. apparently it just. They're talking about the kid. Oh, they're talking about the kids building a teepee and like the council. Like, oh, that's good. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Right. It really doesn't matter. Um, then we get to a campfire, and this is like the the campfire story is supposed to be scary. And the kids, Ernest and uh, Saint Cloud and Wing Cloud. Um, he's telling the hook man story. He messes it up where the hook's like supposed to be on the handle of the car. Preview mirror. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get Windcloud telling. Yeah. <laughs> he tells the story we see at the at the first, the blade, the stone, the arrow. So he just he kind of like we saw it and we didn't get what the reference, like what it meant. But now mm. we have Windcloud telling us the actual he meaning. Caps the whole. Yeah. So this scene happens. Then it cuts to the kids heading back to their teepee, and it's been lit on fire. It's lit. It's lit. lit. It's a lit kid. Um, One hundred. <laughs> so the kids go to the 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 asshole kids, and they get in a fight, basically. Yeah. Um, so they're gonna spell the second chancers. Ernest basically fights for them to stay, um, uh, stay at the camp, and they give the kid the second chancers a second chance. Um, but it's like the sixth chance that Ernest chance does the math. Really yeah. Good. Darryl that being said, we get another racist, like, a racist scene where, like, Ernest says, thank you so much, and bows, and, like, puts his hand in a prayer oh, yeah. motion, and we get an Asian gong sound. Like, it's like, <laughs> going, it's like, he's just God. bowing as he walks out the door, and I was like, wow, they're just forcing racist, racist, uh, oh, uh the gong there. sound. Um, yeah, hitting them all. You gotta hit all those check marks. Yeah. All those cultures. All those racist check marks. 
Um, Ernest tells the kids that they can stay, and they're gonna. They say they're gonna rebuild the teepee. Um, Sherman uh, drives to the chief's place, Wing Cloud, uh, and then he, he basically like, I'll double, I'll double the offer, and I'll I'll put ten percent on. The chief's not gonna sell, and then he thinks the chief just can't understand him, so he gets Ernest to negotiate. And this is where he says his name is Bob Wilson, so that's where we miss where I mess up the names. Um, he's like, I gotta get him to help, and he gives him some why. Like he's like, oh, they're contaminating the river, and I'm here to stop it. You just have to sign this. And so Ernest gets him to sign the papers. Yeah. This leads to possibly one of the most offensive moments in the entire <laughs> fucking movie, uh, where the old Indian man, like, like just had this this idiot come in and try and like since like sign these documents, you know, to sell away your land. Yeah. And then gives the documents to Ernest, who then goes in and like help sign these documents to save the water or the land. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, can you like you're? It's like so. You tell me that this this guy cannot recognize that these are the same fucking documents. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. like it, it's so offensive. And that Ernest didn't even read them either. Like he's that well, dumb. Ernest is that dumb. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, like, I suppose he is that dumb. He, yeah. He's established this throughout the entire episode. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, I miss that. Oh, yeah. But I, 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 I just, I just didn't get it. And I mean, and. But he does. The chief signs the fucking documents, oh. which gives Crater and his uh, construction company, you know, rights to the land for the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And makes everything that happens from here on out illegal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, highly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll get into the highly illegal. Highly illegal. Most uh, illegal. So we get two quick scenes. It's basically all the all the camp goers finding out that they're closing camp's the camp. Closed. Yeah, camp's closed. You gotta go. Everybody's gotta go. Um, and basically shows Crater like just moving in on this land like instantly. Um, cuts back to the kids at their bunk. They don't want to go, obviously. Um, so Ernest has this big rally cry. Like he's like, I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna show them, and it's gonna get physical, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna jack his jaw or whatever, yeah. and um, minus the meat sex stuff. This guy actually reminded me a lot of Odin Quincannon from uh, uh, Preacher. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> you know that scene where like he's trying to convince, convince the family to sell the land, so, and then yeah. immediately move out of the living room, and the boulders are just like, yeah, it comes right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ernest heads down there to kind of take them on. They obviously send the big goon after Ernest. Ernest gets like beat up real bad. Real bad. There's one scene where Moose like runs in and grabs the guy's leg and bites his leg, and he just throws the kid uh, like off him. I'm like, wow, that's brutal. Yeah. Um, and this points out the worst stuntman I think I've ever seen. <laughs> There's a scene where the big guy grabs Ernest and goes, and it's obviously some man, but goes to slam his face off a car, and the guy doesn't even come within two feet of slamming. Like he's obviously he pretends like his head slammed off the door, 
but he doesn't, he comes like three feet away from actually coming anywhere close to the door, and then he falls on the ground and rolls over, like, to camera, and he looks like a 25-year-old kid <laughs> that looks nothing like Ernest, he's just in Ernest's clothes, I'm like, what is that? oh my god, it's like, oh my god. I would go back and just watch that scene, because oh, it's like, it's the funniest, it's the worst take, he doesn't come close, it looks so fake, and then the guy looks nothing like Ernest, it's clearly stuntman. man. Yeah. Um, so Ernest is really beat up. There's kind of an emotional uh, moment where he's um, he's in the doctor's office and he's he's all mad because he got tricked and then he got beat up and everybody's gonna have to go. Um, and then he leaves the doctor's office and goes to his room and this is where we get a sad montage of everybody packing up and um, he starts singing a song. Yeah, I asked Evan at this point. I'm like. Does he sing in all the movies? All I don't remember movies? this, but I guess. I know he sings in Ernest Scared Stupid, I think. I think I remember that. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong on that, but yeah. Very random and okay, yeah. it's a musical now. And he's singing to his turtle as well. And I'm like, yeah. keep that thing away from your nose. Like, yeah, he's doing seriously. it again. Like, he has it like, right have you there. not learned anything? Yeah. Um, Pets will bite your face. <laughs> uh... Again, we cut to the morning. Uh, next morning, uh, the bad kids haven't left their quarters yet. Um, and the doctor comes in and roasts them all again. He's like, oh, it's all Ernest's fault. And he's like, and she's like, Ernest is the only one that's been looking out for you guys. You're being idiots or whatever. And, and uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. self-explanatory yeah. scene. The kids actually are back on board with Ernest, so they go to his, uh, to his cabin. So... The kids say they have a plan. And so Ernest is like, oh, cool, we'll, we'll take care of it. He's all back on board. And then they all have this rally cry where they say, where Ernest is like, me for you and you for me. Like, instead of, like, all for one and one, one for, for all. all. It's really odd. Yeah. I remember that a little bit. Really? I, I wrote it down because I was like, this, I just thought that was kind of funny, I guess. Yeah. Um, me for you and you for me. You have anything there, Jen? I see you look at your notes. No, just like the boys of a plan, and then I was just like, "There's a weird." They bring like mattresses and smoke bombs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now we get like the plan montage of the mm-hmm. movie, where it's like it just. I just wrote down. We get the plan montage. P.S. This seems dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> plan montage, and then at the end, they literally just built this. They cut the bus and built. I just wrote down. The plan seems to be they build a kill machine. <laughs> because that's all it's like got a huge catapult it's got like things on the end two of the rich kids the main bullies show up on a four wheeler so they want in on the plan so they're all setting up around perimeters and stuff and then the cooks show up with their machines yeah, yeah. it's portable somehow yeah where does it plug in I know yeah and that being said <laughs> if they weren't Involved with the planning process, was this their own plan? Like they just, yeah. like, they kind of just are in the woods with their yeah. food machine. Like, <laughs> they just just like, like they had their own plan to just shoot people with food. Apparently, oh um, gosh, I'd like to know if that your... record that they put on is real. The sound effects, all oh, sound effects. I would almost guarantee with the Homer Simpson burp, <laughs> mm-hmm. Tarzan, and oh yeah, yeah Tarzan. And, um, sorry. Oh, and then it was just the. Chief um, Windcloud, how happy his because he's always pretty somber, Ooh. and how happy he was loading balls into whatever 
machine. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. Like a tennis ball? Yeah, he was shooting a tennis ball. So, before everything... Before we get too far into it, uh, basically, uh, uh, Dr. St. Cloud shows up in a wood paneled station wagon, which I was like, oh, they were so cool at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's trying to stop them. She's like, and I wrote down, Doctor is the only reasonable person. She's like, you're going to get these kids to do all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And they were just like, yeah, we're we're doing it, whatever. So she takes off. And this is where the music comes in because it starts with Tarzan and it's just sound effects. Which I was like, wouldn't it be better just that play like kind of a cool song at this yeah. point. Like, like Rise Valkyries, perhaps. Yeah, that'd be amazing, yeah. You know, and but at this point they also invent something they call uh quaintly the multi bow. Which yeah. is more or less just like, you know, like a, a siege weapon of some sort. And it's it's five bows and arrows, you know, like rigged up to one so it's like <laughs> winch system. Yeah. They could easily kill ten oh, people, so people within, like, you know, like, two seconds. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, wow. That's a serious thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, if you just, like, wheeled that up to, like, a bunch of people, like, construction <laughs> workers, and, like, fuck off, or we're gonna fucking shoot you, <laughs> I guarantee you, none of them are going to risk their lives yeah. without paycheck. Yeah. Like, they'd be yeah. like, okay, Bye. cool, we uh, go. Yeah. We go now. We out. So yeah. they start they start the music, which is funny because they also tie one of the signs to like a pulley system and pull down a sign. It's like I could understand if that was a big crater sign. It was like a six foot high yeah. sign that they pulled down. It's like yeah, yeah way to that show that was them. the chief's contribution. <laughs> and then so they shoot the fl- flaming arrows. Uh, at like where they're eating lunch, and then and add stuff. explosives as well. And I'm like, wow, this is like their plan is basically murder. Like yeah. that's what their plan is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those propane rockets, the propane yeah, like, yeah, lanterns came back as bombs. Oh my god, yeah, yes, missiles, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a few things going on here because they shoot at those. So at the actual people, they're shooting food and tennis balls, and people are reacting like. They're getting hit by rubber bullets. Like, oh my yeah. god, I can't believe I'm getting hit by all this food and tennis balls. Like, so stupid. But they catapult like a catapult a bunch of smoke bombs in. There's, and then we get back the and lobster. Why did top. they have smoke bombs in the first place? Yeah, because like, they stole them from the crater people. But why did the crater people <laughs> have smoke bombs? Yeah. Have smoke bombs. Why would they need a crate that says smoke bombs? Yeah. Uh, and now we get a scene where uh, they also fire snapping turtles at them. My favorite scene is <laughs> okay, the homemade catapults. Like broke my brain. Like, uh, like they're like they're running around. Like, like oh no, uh, these turtles are coming at us. You know, but they're, but they're slowly. Standing right under <laughs> where they are to get bit, and then it's like, oh, snacks! Ah, oh, what am I gonna do? And they're doing this, like yeah. they're not taking the turtle off of them, yeah. which they could easily do. Instead, it's just panic, utter panic. Because there's turtles on them everywhere. <laughs> oh my was... god, that scene! I can't also, with it. I can't. With I it. like. I thought he had one turtle. Why does he now have, have an army? An army. Yeah. Yeah. The Sheldon, thought... no initial. No, there was there's only one. one the thing where they were fire them. There's only like four or five, yeah. and the turtles were talking to each yeah. other. Yeah, you know, they. The, the turtles were now talking. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's I right. There was a scene I did too where like two turtles talked to each other very briefly, and it was so weird. I forgot this about movie that. just did everything. Yeah, and and honestly, it's like it's like Sheldon got like his little turtle army, you know, like and like it it, it, uh, it broke my brain. Like, yeah, I was, I was like, this Where is the do dumbest. You get parachutes like that. Like they don't have Amazon back then. <laughs> so why would you do that to the poor little buddies? Put them uh, in the sky. Poor I did right. Poor buds. With different music, this would be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, then they catapult a toilet, and <laughs> and then there is that big explosion you were talking about, and then I was and everybody cheers like, oh, huge explosion! Definitely people died! Yay, murder! Like yeah. that's basically what we're at. Yeah, death. So Mr. Crater, uh, somebody calls Mr. Crater. Oh yes, guy on a walkie that had the greatest mustache like of all yep. time. Uh, calls Mr. Crater. Um, so um, it's chaos down here. We're dying. There's yeah. turtles everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so then Mr. Crater gets his gun and like yeah. heads out. So it's just like yeah. So I'm gonna murder some children. Yeah, that's, that's my intention. Then we get the Benny Hill scene. I like to say where. The, it's the bulldozer versus the food machine. Man, that guy looks so happy. <laughs> like, the, the big goon. Like, demolishing that, like, camp in the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was overjoyed. Well, first he destroys the food machine. They try to get away, and then, then he just starts destroying the camp, like you said. But it was like, the camp were just falling apart like they were made of sticks. Like, they were just yeah, like... seriously. So, yeah, he's yeah. so happy. Like, they were props. Uh, we get the and then all of a sudden Mr. Kurt is back and it oh, stops God. The, Kurt! <laughs> the Kurt yeah which they load up with explosives, explosives. and and like steroids. yeah that's the thing because they have it they load it up he's like get everything that's flammable and they're loading up with a bunch of gas and stuff and then the one kid's like it's not enough and it's like how do you know that like it's filled with a lot of flammable a lot of kerosene and Malta cocktails yeah, yeah. And, and they yeah so they they fill the eggs are yeah eggs erroneous is the last thing that get them over the hump to but make it but just a bucket of it like not yeah, an yeah. excessive amount yeah. just a bucket but even Egg still drinks. like they steer it towards the bulldozer yeah the guy in the bulldozer lifts his bucket shovel thingy <laughs> Allowing, like, for, for no reason, allowing the cart to go underneath and hitting the exposed machinery underneath. And, like, if you just kept your bucket down, like, like you had no reason to lift it in the first place, yeah, then really. it would have just you know, blocked the whole explosion and you would have been fine. Yeah. But you lifted One your bucket idiot. thingy. For no reason. And then he came out with a complete black face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he probably had second degree burns. Well, that, it goes off like, when you first see it's like that, he's dead. Like, he should be just burnt to his crisp. But, no, because this is a kid movie and nothing means anything. He gets uh-huh. out and Ernest shows off his pimp hand and just pimp slaps him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Knocks him out. Yeah. Um... That's how we do it in prison. <laughs> uh, so this is where uh, Sherman um, Crater shows up with his gun and tries to shoot Ernest. And then we get the 
it kind of ties back to the first. Ernest can't be mm-hmm. shot because he's pure of heart. And the uh, callback to the can't kick key, yeah, brain yeah. ceremony, which is hilarious because like he shoots him three times and like he misses. Yeah, and then you know walks point blank to Ernest, and Ernest points his sticks his finger in the gun, and Crater is too afraid <laughs> to pull the trigger. Yeah. And fire point blank, blowing up Ernest's fucking hand, <laughs> and then shooting him in the goddamn head like that degenerate deserves. <laughs> and then we have to watch all the other movies well, because we, Ernest didn't die. <laughs> we we do get a scene that I thought was hilarious, uh, not intentionally, by the way, but uh, it's just we keep cutting back to the lawyer, uh, Mister Blatz. Yes, and he's. Not around anybody, but he says to himself out loud is looks like looks like this one's out of your hands, crater. Like he says that. <laughs> Nobody's around him. He just says it out loud. I like laugh so hysterically oh, at that. Oh god. Um just talking to himself. Cops show up. Um Don't arrest anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cops no. show up, but apparently so Saint Doctor St. Cloud has got a restraining order against Crater, which I'm like how does that make sense? First of all, you just left. No judge works that fast. Uh, this is like the this is like from the school of um, uh, the room where like law moves at like speed. So fast. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know why you would get a restraining order against a person who owns the land. It was signed over to yeah. him. Yeah. So yeah. so like you have a restraining order against him, but he owns the land. Yeah. It was yeah. a lease of the land, not an own, not owning it. Because no, how can anyone own the land? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, I'm pretty sure it was an own the land situation. Yeah, I think yeah. it was supposed to be crater. And then we find out, so it cuts, and then it cuts back to the camp, and Doctor Saint Cloud was like, "Oh, the lawyer admitted that um, crater tricked uh, Wing Cloud into signing signing over the land." It's like. Well, how can the lawyer do that? He wasn't there. It was only Ernest, Windcloud, and and uh, well, at the time it was just uh, uh, Windcloud and uh, Ernest. Oh yeah. When, when the when he tricked him into signing over the land because Windcloud, like he wasn't in the the room with them. Yeah. You know when the trickery. Happened. This is the same universe where you can get blown up in inside <laughs> a tractor and be fine and walk away. And have snapping turtles fall in a <laughs> snail piece <laughs> and cause I mass destruction yeah. to a that. huge group of grown men. <laughs> so, 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 so. So basically, end of the movie, Ernest has made a year-round camp counselor. Um, they get the land back. Uh, we have another sign scene from the first where Ernest falls again, and then the sign falls on top of him, and then we have so much stuff falling on him. So much of his like comedy is stuff falling on him. And we have the head counselor walking by and saying, "He's like he says, oh, at least nobody was hurt." Again, calling back to that joke, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's kind of the end of the movie. Other than two little things, the credits roll. I noticed there was a name, a name of a guy called Coke Sam's. Which is a weird name. And he was a creative consultant. I was wondering, like, oh, did you have to, like, is, like, you so attached to Coca-Cola as an advertising partner that you change the name of whoever the creative consultant yeah. is to Coke Sam's? Like, it was really oh, weird. Oh, wow. Like, like K-O-K. Hmm? It, no, C-O, C-O-K. like, spelled like Coke, like ah. Coca-Cola. 
and then Sam, <laughs> S-A-M-S. That was the name of the creative consultant on that team. And uh, at the end, the, the cart just went by yes. smoking. And yeah. we get the cart one last time, and Riding it's still going. Sunset. It's so good. Uh, Riding I off. I and think I, the cart was the best car of this whole movie. And I don't know if you guys stayed. MVP. Did you see the extra scene during no. the credits? With the, uh, the chef um, yeah, the two perfecting their recipe. Yeah, they're perfecting egg erroneous. And he forces Eddie to eat it yeah. in a very weird scene. Like, he forced him to his knees yeah, and, like, and his back too. Yeah, sexual. I was like, ooh, this is gross. And <laughs> I have no idea who the person who stood up was. I was asked you, who was that? I didn't. Runer or whatever. Yeah, I, like... So basically, Eddie transforms into some singer. He stands up and he's in a full like tuxedo, yeah. and he's singing a song that's like basically called "Come to My Condo." It's hilarious. Oh, like I ugh. believe it was a uh, Quando Condo was the name oh, of the song, which is uh, oh, the, yeah. the cheap ass ripoff of Quando Quando Quando, <laughs> which is a real ass song. And I, that's the thing. I was looking at the, 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 the song yeah. lyrics yeah. and the song titles as they're going by. I'm like, none of these are real songs. <laughs> you just got like cheap ass like ripoffs <laughs> of like uh, of real songs. Oh my god! Oh my! I don't god. think I've ever heard that song. All right. So yeah, but that was. Oh my god! It's the end of Ernest Goes to Camp. I, we should also say that um, this actually has a sixty-two percent fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Ah, but also, yeah. Jim Bur- yes. <laughs> yes. It's time. It yeah. was a good movie at its time, right? I, I, I loved it as a kid. Entertaining. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jim key. Verney was also nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for yeah. Worst New Star. Worst question. New Star. What part in the... Um, is this the first Ernest movie? Yes. Yes. It is. Oh, so wow. it's the first one. It is. And then... Golden Raspberry. How wow. many more? Deserving. I think uh, there was like nine school. when I looked at so, them. He goes to school, goes to uh, Africa, he goes to all these different... I do have them, I do have jail? them right here. Um, goes to jail, yeah. Uh, so we have Ernest Goes to Camp, Ernest Saves Christmas, <gasps> Ernest Goes to Jail, which I think that's the one I've watched the most. That's one I know the most. Um, Ernest Scared Stupid, which second I... Second most. Yeah, second most for me too. Ernest Rides Again, which I do not remember that. Uh, okay. Uh, Ernest goes to school. Slam dunk Ernest, which they break the Ernest goes to or Ernest no, blah blah blah. Slam, no, no. slam dunk Ernest. Does he join a baseball team? Did you just say that? Basketball! Basketball! <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Ernest goes to Africa and Ernest in the army. So um, oh well, maybe that's the uh, but that would have been after nine of them. Yeah. So presumably Ernest dies in the army. Yeah. In some yeah. foreign country, and that's the end of. And this is all. And an then the tenth movie situation. will be Ernest goes to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I I should say there was three. Uh, what I believe, if I can see, yeah, there was three um, scrapped Ernest movies. Um, one was Ernest spaced out. Um, Ernest and the Voodoo Curse. Ah yes. And Ernest the Pirate. Oh. What the so, heck? Oh, yeah. So they, those just never made it? They never made ne- it. They were never released. And we should say, I should say also, like, after Ernest, um, mm. Ernest Rides Again, which is the fifth Ernest movie, all the rest were directed videos. So, uh, wow. Yeah. Well, well, I can see why they skipped the Ernest was, uh, pirate movie. 
<laughs> That's he declared uh, Hostis Humani Generis Enemy against the world Yeah So John are you proud of yourself? No <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know Look this at was, what you did <laughs> This was a revenge movie Definitely ah. I would say I enjoyed this more than I thought I would enjoy well, it. Wasn't I it was very nostalgic yeah. It was nostalgic, and then I was like, I'm over it. Like, after yeah. about 15 minutes, I was like, bed is looking so fantastic, and I've got a good hour left, so. Oh, man. Anyhow, yeah. it was as bad for me as it probably was for you guys. Well, it was not for me. I enjoyed it. Oh, well, like I, next I can't wait for my next pick, is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few lined up, but speaking of next picks. That's me. Okay. So, guys, wanted to pick something. Kind of, it's a little revengey, but not really. Um, I wanted to pick a movie that has shaped a lot of the movies we know and love. Something that kind of set the tone for a lot of romantic comedies. Alright? It changed how I walked downstairs forever. <laughs> it is oh, wait, the 1999 She's All That. Uh, I knew it was that. That's all. Awesome. I, I, I like that movie a lot. Yeah. So, sadly I haven't enough, seen it in a while. Sadly enough, I think I've watched this in the past at least two years. I've watched probably this movie. Really? It's been so long for me. But I looked up the... So, I was looking at a list of very bad old 90s romantic comedies. And I almost picked Drive You Crazy with... Oh, with, with uh, um, I almost... It Melissa was Joan Hart. Yeah. I was so close, but then I was like, the cast from Cheese All That was so good. Like, there's yeah. so many people in that movie. Yeah. yeah. And it shaped so many shitty movies. Yep. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like... This is this is what it is, guys. I love no, that good. movie. We're hitting a spectrum. I, uh, I, I like the uh, I like we're hitting all around the map. I don't walk down the stairs the same way. Yeah, once you said walk down the stairs, I was like, oh, jeez, on that. That's is that, what it um, is. Chad Michael, Freddie Prince Jr., motherfucker. Yeah, and uh, that's who it is. So Rachel excited, Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook, who I wanted to be at that point. Like <laughs> when that movie was out. Was right around when I started listening to Newfound Glory, and she was in a Newfound Glory music video, and I was like, I just want to be her. I want to cut my hair short, like, and just be her. Uh, you did may want to cut your hair short. I think I did at one point. Remember, it was like this. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was because of her. Um, you may want to cut out the fact that you just admitted to wanting to listen to Newfound Glory. Glory. <laughs> one of her favorite bands. I'm not ashamed of that. Oh, you should be. Sarah's uh-huh. listening to so much shitty pop punk. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's a part of me, lesson okay. But that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I still I can't get over the flying turtles. I just I just can't. Unfortunately, we can't really do our anything like oh, yeah, no, we can't no, do really. the Mary F. Kill. Okay, but can't. I will say, I will say. Oh. <laughs> I found myself kind of attracted to Ernest, a little bit, not with the facial expressions or anything, but I looked at him. I was like, you know. Not that bad looking. One thing I'll, I will say is the fact they're kind of she's all batting him, where yes. like they make him look a lot uglier than I feel like he is in real life. Yeah, well, I think that's just uh, Jim <laughs> Briney making Ernest P. Worrell. Yeah, you know, creating that. Awkward but we brought face. up that, earlier that ugly. We brought face. up the picture we had earlier where Jen actually said she's like, oh, he's not that bad looking. So yeah, they are she all she's all batting them. See, and that's see, because we have that thing. That's why I picked that movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's so many tropes in that movie that yeah. set the tone yeah. for so many other movies, right? 
But oh man, well, that was it was fun talking about it. Not so much sure if it was fun watching it, no. but it was fun talking. Corey like loves it. Corey's gonna go watch all the other. He's just movies. like that's his new favorite. <laughs> like I go guys, I got plans. I may actually have to watch all the rest of them. Now. I don't remember. Like yeah, it, I don't think I it saw makes any me want to. It really, Ernest goes to jail. Like uh, Evan said as well. Yeah. Like it's the one that I like. Watch the most as a he kid. He gets electrocuted several times throughout that. Movie. Yeah, and there, it, <laughs> yeah. That's the one that has the bad earnest. Like he has an identical because he goes to jail oh, because one guy escapes yeah. and looks just exactly. like Ernest. So you have the bad earnest yeah. on the loose. Right. And then Ernest Scared Stupid is the scariest of the Ernest movies. Yes, because there's this weird freaky troll thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's like he kisses at one point and oh, has goo on his face. Yeah. That's not even. I might just YouTube some of this. Nice. Some highlights. Yeah. Ernest highlights. Yeah, I mean, a lot Low of these movies maybe. you can probably find on YouTube. Yeah. I feel awkward oh, and dirty. <laughs> I know. I can pro- the next movie I'm picking, you can probably find on YouTube. Nice. I think you guys will enjoy mine. I, I love that. I, I love that. I know what it is. Hell yeah, the soundtrack is so good too. I love it. I know. I'm so excited. Jen can't wait. It I took me so long to pick one. Jen can't. Another great <laughs> 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 We can do that too. Um, oh man! Yeah, so well, okay. You know what? On this, we should continue our scaling system. Um, uh, uh, we have a scaling system on Intoxicate that was inspired by the leftovers that Corey came up with, which is Cujo to Lassie in terms yeah. of dogs, like Ooh. good dog to bad dog. So Cujo to Lassie, what is Ernest goes to camp for me? Um, oh wow! What, is it, what would be a good dog? <gasps> you know what? I I, I will say bad dog. I will I will give it uh, the littlest hobo mm. in a way that he was an amazing it's, dog. Well, it's endearing. What, it's endearing. Here's my best dogs. Yes, but <laughs> I'm rating it more on. I'm, my rating system when it comes to the littlest hobo goes more for nostalgic purposes. Where if you go back and watch the littlest hobo right now to this day, it doesn't hold up to when I was a child. No. That being said, it has redeeming qualities I still like, and I feel like, and that's the same way I felt about this Ernest movie. I loved it as a kid. Going back, it I know it's it's not nearly as good. Yeah, but it still has qualities that I enjoy. So it, that's why I give it the most. Which stuff. a lot of these movies are. Yes. You know, they yeah. might not hold up entirely, but they have those little things. Which is, I was hoping you would give it a white fang because Ooh. the nurse in the movie, the chicky yeah. in the movie, was in White Fang too. Okay, I, I looked her. That's up. a better one because that was a show too. I'll give it a white fang. White fang was like one of my favorite things. I don't know all <laughs> the dogs. And well, I don't know you got to get dogs. on board with my rating system. Yeah, yeah. he says he reads him Jack London. Oh, but yeah, so we're no, bringing that over from the Leftovers podcast. If yeah. by some chance you didn't know we had a Leftovers <laughs> podcast, that's not done. If by some rare chance you're on this podcast listening to us talk about Ernest Goes to Camp, yeah. and you happen to also watch HBO's The Leftovers, yeah. we reviewed that whole season. Yeah, go I cried at the end. It go, was... Oh, hey. Yeah, at the end of the podcast. So yeah. Um, yeah, so if uh, if you do, uh, if you don't know, we have a second channel where we review stuff, because this is going on yep. the main yes. podcast. Yes. Um, yes. And we just finished The Leftovers. We're going to do a lot more movies on that website. We have some Big Brother Canada, Survivor Canada. Yep. Uh, Survivor. No, Survivor. Yeah, just yeah. Survivor. I know there's no Survivor. Jesse yeah. wishes there was a Survivor. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, if you like this, survive in northern Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not possible. Not possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thunder. Yeah. Uh, natives have been trying it for years. Yeah. 
they, but yeah. they, they do speak English, but they refuse to speak English to you. That's yeah. 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 It's so true. Um, yeah, so, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Go through the... Yeah, that's Intoxicated Reviews, so make sure you're subscribed over there as well. Um, you'll get all those episodes. And make sure you're following the podcast in general on Facebook and Instagram, Intoxicated Podcast, and on Twitter, in underscore Intoxicated. I'm working on a website should be done fairly soon, but I, I don't know when, but there will be a website eventually mm-hmm. where you can find both podcasts under one roof. But yeah, that's yeah. about it. Also, head over, uh, uh, we just posted a Wonder Woman yes! review yeah. that is pretty funny. Um, that's right one. Yeah, so uh, check that out too. Hashtag period piece for that <laughs> one. But uh, <laughs> And then you'll figure, <laughs> we'll figure out what um, I mean. That, But we need a hashtag for this Oh! Uh, Hashtag Twitter power. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. That's it. Yeah. Hashtag, Hashtag turtle power. That's that. Ring that bell, guys. <laughs> <laughs>